Welcome to the Music of America podcast, where every week we visit a different state in America and meet a different guest in the music industry. Every day, Monday through Friday. We begin in Alabama, and we end in Wyoming. I'm your host, Tom Pollard. Let's talk music here on the Music of America. The Music of America podcast continues today. We're in Conrad, Montana. Our guest, depending on how you talk to her, it's either Nicole Gobert or Nicole Gobert. And we'll talk to Nicole either way after we talk about this. Women, you don't need big promises. You need results, right? Simple Beauty Retinol Moisturizer contains only the best ingredients for your skin. It doesn't contain unnecessary ingredients that may cause you further skin issues. Specifically formulated, the Retinol Moisturizer helps reduce the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles, making your skin appear younger, softer, smoother. A powerful combination of antioxidants like vitamin A, C, B5, and E fight premature aging by blocking DNA-damaging free radicals and promoting softness and elasticity. It contains natural ingredients like aloe vera, jojoba oil, rose water, sunflower oil, which are great for alleviating a variety of skin conditions. Simple Beauty Retinol Moisturizer. It's available at simplebeautyskincare.com. Simplebeautyskincare.com. It simply works. And somebody simply doesn't need skincare products, and that's Nicole Gobert or Gobert. You've mentioned in the interview that you've got kids. You look barely like you're old enough to have kids. You look like such a kid yourself. That's amazing. So i get that a lot so let's talk about the name then is it gobert or gobert well we can talk about everybody that pronounces it every different way i feel like in the south and and way up north they say gobert and it it goes with my whole uh sexy genre nicole gobert very french but hey like you said i have kids i'm a mom and at the school they say hey mrs gobert so it's it's a preference. It it's a preference, and it's a beautiful uh, name. And and with indigenous uh, heritage, uh, actually a bear that goes. Oh. if you really think about it. Uh, <laughs> so, do you have? Uh, are you from? Is your family heritage from the south? And uh, my mom was born in Mobile, Alabama. Okay. Um, and we, I'm a Peyton. Uh, all those Southern uh, Peytons, long line of, say, Walter Payton, the yeah. football player. So uh, St. Louis Rams, and- St. Louis Rams got here because of Walter Payton. You know, uh, a I'm big- telling you, that that award will never go anywhere. I mean, it it's. It's the Walter Payton Award. So yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's where my lineage started wow. and then sort of migrated to California and um, then ended up in Montana. So you've it's, had it's, such an interesting life. You really have. And we've had, the, had the, the pleasure of talking to each other a couple of times. And I don't know how much you want to get into the history of your life, but let's talk about your musical history. How about that? Were you singing when you were in mobile? Were you a kid? Were you singing in church or what? I, I was singing first that I can remember uh, in the womb, my mom says. The doctor said they could hear me uh, in in the womb. But uh, it started mostly in California, Oakland, mm-hmm. uh, deep Black Panthers in, in, in the church. And I think I was probably one of the only ones that continuously banged on the piano and that they just couldn't get out of the music probably and picking up the drumsticks uh when everybody else was done and it just 
continued when I ended up in Montana. Uh, the grandfather here bought me a piano and I just had a lot of lady church teachers, you know, those little piano teachers yeah, that, that yeah. saw the music in me. And I think it cultivated into my love. Uh, uh, we'll get into that. I'm an opera singer, but Kathleen Battle, I've, I've got to say between her, Sarah Vaughn yeah. and Edda James, uh, some of those old Josephine Baker, I would see those ladies on TV, old black and white TV yeah. in California. Um, and you I hear just her, you hear, you said Sarah Vaughn, you said Etta James, and you hear their influences in your presentation of music. I've not heard you sing opera, but you can hear that, that old soul presence in that, your that's presentation. That's what it is. Yeah. And, and I try to keep that. I, I was uh, sort of taken from that and put in a in a place of Montana where the music genre is completely different. We're we're Western, we've got cowboys, we're 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 doing different things, even indigenous uh drumming and all that. But I tried to keep that soul because yeah. that is um part of me in Oakland and and soul to me is just that inner feeling of power uh and peace to where if it was only me on the earth, sometimes you only <laughs> feel like it's only you <laughs> yep, yep. that I can uh, find a place inside myself and just maybe just mm, just hum something and then something's brighter. So, yeah, I try to keep that in every song that I do, yeah. that that old soul. Yeah. So you started singing or clarinet? first when you were okay oh, where, where's well, the clarinet so in all this? clarinet coming uh that's uh just the the band the little kid band and they say oh everybody pick which instrument you want to uh -huh. be uh and i am you know i did want to be flute uh, I'll, I'll i'll say that every little girl sees that little flute and but then i saw the clarinet and again i had jazz influences and uh -huh. um uh, i'll i'll say it nobody wanted the clarinet here Wow. So I, I do a lot. Of, I do a lot of things that everybody doesn't want to do. So I was one of the only kids that picked it up and yeah. and put that reed in my mouth and and turned into a, a little squidward and, and kept my jazz roots. I would kind use of that earlier. What did you call it now? A squid. What is it? A squid? Well, SpongeBob. That that again. Oh, me okay. with my kids. That's my SpongeBob reference. Okay. They always tell me to to Squidward out and and play the clarinet and and that we have a lot of fun with the clarinet, which is which is funny. And I read and write my own music. So uh -huh. depending on what song, I'm I'm hoping that you know there there's people that sing and whatever. But I'd love to do a song where I could just get my clarinet out and show my fun. talent. <laughs> the the music that we're listening to today, you wrote all these songs, right? I co-produced and wrote them with the producer that has the 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 tracks. Okay, yeah. And was that in uh, in Montana? Yeah, here. Oh, really? Here okay. In... So I thought I thought it was in Colorado or, or California for some reason. No, no. When I left California when I was a child, six. Oh, okay. Uh, seven years old and have been in Montana and just not had any musical opportunities besides going to college and studying opera. Um, you do a lot of weddings, yeah, you yeah. know, and a lot of funerals. Uh, sadly, so, sadly, <laughs> sadly, at my age, I'm going to more funerals than I am weddings, but 
<laughs> That's what happens. I almost feel like, and then I get the running joke of, uh, oh, you're going to sing at my funeral, aren't you, Nicole? And I think, <laughs> well, I don't want to have a list. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah um, no thank you on that, right? <laughs> yeah, no thank you. And then who's singing at mine? If I'm oh. the only one here in Montana that can, it's, it, it's, a, it's a funny joke so, too because opportunities, I just want opportunities to sing. When I interviewed the gentle people or the people from Kansas, there were a lot of guys that I talked to out there, and that's sparsely populated like Montana. So how hard is it to get gigs, to get out there and sing, perform, showcase you, your talent, your music, your everything? How difficult is that? And how small is Conrad? And how far are you from a bigger city? Conrad is right now probably under 2,000 people, if wow. if that, wow. if that. Uh, and you're talking about the same people like, say, K through 12, a, a lot of generational. So K through 12, I'm still with those adults that uh, I was, we all are still You, you, you were in grade and, school together. <laughs> exactly. And so now we're all older and, and have sort of, place there's i always say a, a butcher a baker a candlestick maker type of lifestyle there's yeah. one this one cook one doctor one and and i just happen to be the one singer uh -huh. and if you think about a radius there could be i could go months and months and months out at my farm without even seeing a human for months yeah. Um, and then the biggest city close to me where I record is Great Falls, Montana. Okay. And it's, I don't think it's a hundred thousand people. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure population wise, but I tell you to get a gig, it would have to be old school bar, yeah. uh, you know, just background bar music and me being a soloist. Like I said, church was the best way to the showcase but it's travel you've got to jump yeah. in your car and travel 300 400 miles to get anywhere and then how do you how do you market yourself if it's that far away you know i haven't i have people like you now like online that. online <laughs> has just become this and we're just getting the internet uh yeah, in places right. here That's, uh it's almost third world so, I've, I've heard that that because it's so vast up in the northwest it it's is. so vast and it's impossible almost to or it's not cost effective that's what to to run fiber optics or to run whatever you need to get internet so you might have internet but you know 300 miles away exactly 300 miles away your next door neighbor yes yes <laughs> you need a cup of sugar down the road but i've got to go but i've got to go five miles to even see anyone and that's really where you're limited you're really an inner type yeah. of uh musician is what i become um and i just have songs and songs and write songs and sing songs and it's very sound and music julie andrews yeah um how, how old are your just, kids how old are your kids uh, I, I have three kids still at home right now, 25 oh. down to eight. Yes. Yes, 25 down to eight. Are they uh, musical? With a little 13-year-old in between. Are they musical? They are my daughter. Uh, my persona, I guess, is, yeah. is the nightingale. Everybody knows. But she is very, 
very talented musically. I, I can just see how I was, you know, uh, allowing music to come in me and create this yeah. whole other person. She just is, she shines. She shines when she goes to school in the music classes mm -hmm. and here playing piano with me. It's amazing what music does is this whole feeling. Well, you're oh, so you're so isolated in, in that environment. You're so isolated and you have such a talent. It, it's got to be frustrating to not be able to be able to get the exposure that you want to get the reach that you deserve, you know, and you have to rely on things like this. I, I, I have prayed yeah. almost my whole life that the isolation wouldn't somehow diminish uh, my talents which yeah. and I feel like my talents, if, if I was exposed to the world, then other people uh, in Montana that are so talented, not just musically, uh, but but in every genre mm -hmm. would would be seen. So I almost feel like this um, uh, ambassador almost yeah. for this circle here, the Dakotas, Wyoming, Idaho, Montana, Upper Canada above me has mm -hmm. really beautiful and talented people and I just feel like maybe we're just getting noticed. I yeah, hate yeah. to say it that way, but hi, I'm Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nicole, singer-songwriter, is an excellent songwriter as well as vocalist. And uh, we're going to hear one of your songs. The first one we're going to talk about is a song called Baby Maker. Now, you're a baby maker because you got three kids. Is that did that <laughs> did that come well, about? Did they that come definitely about being a mama? came about. Yes, that okay. came about. Um, a lot of the early uh, songs I did were specific for scenes for, say, a movie. So oh, okay. Baby Make Us sort of developed in a scene where I was supposed to be uh, having pleasurable things myself. And then uh -huh. I sort of manifest and see... Uh, the love of my life, I guess you could say, uh -huh. uh, my partner, and then we make a baby. I guess you could say it that way. Okay, that's that's <laughs> that's uh, safe. That's, and, safe. that's um, dancing around the edges a little bit. That's, <laughs> yes, we, yes, we can say it like that. It's very classy. It's cool. And, though, that, um, so you you you, you envision bring bring that soulfulness. And um, sort of take you there. I'm I'm kind of a take you there kind of singer, uh -huh. like paint a picture and and nicole is is right there with all the colors and brushes and 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 the canvas and hopefully you like it that's really cool we're going to give a listen the first song today with nicole gobert from conrad montana this song is called baby maker on the music of america podcast you're happy you're happy
baby maker, Nicole Gobert from Conrad, Montana, here on the Music of America podcast. I'm your host, Tom Pollard. Octave mandolins, Joe Mendel's signature piece of art, gives you that sweet tone that's somewhere between a mandolin and a guitar. It has that mandolin punch, while it also delivers the sustain and range of a guitar. And he builds them to your specifications. So you may prefer like the Adirondack top to the Sitka, maybe the black walnut, mahogany, rosewood, maple. You select the wood. You select the style, and Joe will make it for you, your very own octave mandolin. All in part flavor of their own to the tone. I call them Mendel's Mandos. He calls them the octave mandolin. Available at JoeMendelFretz.com. The next song, Nicole, we're going to talk about, because I just want to jump right into it. it uh, this morning before the interview... I, I always listen to the music and I listen to your song good on you at least a half a dozen times. I get, it's called okay. good on you. And then, and then the image is, it's just brilliant. I think it's brilliant because you, you think of a couple and walking arm in arm, hand in hand and dang, I look good on you. You know, yes. it's like this, uh, that, that, that blouse or that shirt or that pair of pants or those sneakers or whatever, it look good on you. Well, how about the partner you're with? And it's yeah. just such a neat image. So talk about that's that. That's the, what I got from it. That oh, Well, you went there. Like I said, that's exactly the picture I was trying to paint. Um, this idea of we're so sort of consumed these days with, like you said, oh, I got fancy clothes. I got fancy this. I got fancy hair. What about your fancy partner? Oh my gosh, yeah. just the fact that uh, they love you. And it's not about aesthetics, about if the person's good looking. It's just the person itself. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm such a lover. So I just thought about, you know, you should be my boyfriend. And, and man, I would look good on you. We would look good walking down the street. We uh -huh. would look good in the restaurant. We just look good together. So that just really inspired me. And it was fun. Some of the harmonies were done with the producer uh, that I ran the track with. And, and it's just really a, a soulful, fun song. It really is. I was going to ask you about the harmonies because we've, we've got different vocal parts in all these songs. Are you double tracking? Like, are you singing your own harmonies on a lot of these? I am. Oh, all of so the background that I do is me. Uh -huh. This good on you, particularly. Um, he wanted to jump on it just to give it some fullness and to give it that idea that there is two of us. Like right. you know, like here's Nicole, but you know, she looks good on him. So he jumped on um the beginning, especially where it, it's saying about you should be my boyfriend, or yeah. that's him uh singing and it just turned out really good it's circulating really well in canada right now so really? i'm just really proud of it how uh you don't mind me asking how do you like how do you track your songs and what they're doing and and how how do you define it as being successful in terms of like hits downloads or whatever I am so new, Tom, honestly, that I don't, I don't have any <laughs> streams or anything yet, but I yeah. do try to pay attention to sort of what song is doing well and where. Mm -hmm. So like, say some of my other songs might be better in London and Spotify for artists has a, a really nice tracking to where you can oh, see okay. your streams and, and stuff like that. But it's really about 
who likes what and where. Yeah. And and I feel like I'm really versatile and I have so many songs that are different. You know, mm -hmm. I can sing folk. I can sing. I have a rap coming. It, it's just sort of like I want everybody to be able to, to feel how I feel, yeah. not just this genre of music and this country person only listens to this. Yeah. And this rap person only listens to I want everybody to be able to listen to Nicole. <laughs> You're so fun, and I, I wish this was video instead of audio because you're so animated. It made me think, I wonder how good on you would be as a music video, or do you have videos? Have you done music I do. videos? Yeah, and it's all independent. I have uh -huh. to sort of find a team and yeah, yeah. Uh, get people to videotape me and all that stuff, but good on you, I have the whole concept uh, in the mall and you said something about shopping and said that was my yeah. whole concept for the video for Funny. that was us shopping and having a good time in the mall and and me sort of just falling in love with the fact that I get to be with this man and that's such a cool uh, I want image. everybody to feel like that yeah have you had that in your life have you had that moment where I'm, this guy is hot man I'm good and, and I look good on him and he looks good on me have you had that? I hope I hope I look good on on my men. <laughs> I, I want to. <laughs> I want to. I want to bring that confidence. Yeah. And I want other women to to feel that. But yeah, I I feel like I I bring a lot to a relationship. Just like you said, my exuberance for life yeah. and love and wanting everybody to feel happy all the time i i rarely feel ever sad ever angry all of those things i feel like stress you out because yeah. you can't control any of that so again music takes me back there it just makes me feel like if i was if i'm if i'm somebody's girlfriend oh i'm somebody's girlfriend <laughs> well you look good on whoever you're with and if they uh, look good on you, then this song is perfect. And that's the song Nicole Gobert, our guest. And the song here is called Good On You.
Nicole Gobert and good on you. But years ago, I got into an accident at work where I ended up spending a month or so in my stomach while my back wounds healed. I'd scalded and severely burned my lower back. Well, about two weeks into my healing, I realized I haven't had a cigarette for two weeks. Now, I quit smoking. While that method worked for me, I don't suggest that for anybody else, believe me. But thank goodness we've got a company called Laser Therapy South located just outside of Fort Lauderdale. Since 2003, Laser Therapy South has helped thousands of people all over the world quit smoking, reduce stress, and alleviate chronic and acute pain. Laser Therapy South has developed its own unique approach to tackle both the physiological and habitual components of addiction to help you achieve total success. Laser Therapy. It's an acupuncture-based treatment that originated actually in Europe and Canada about 25 years ago. Your success is measured immediately. Laser therapy is instantaneous. Your treatment date is also your quit date. It's amazing. Laser Therapy South, where all your questions can be answered. www.lasertherapysouth.com. Check them out if you want to quit smoking. Lasertherapysouth.com, where being a quitter is a good thing. So, Nicole, we kind of rushed into the last song, so I don't want to rush into another song here. I want to get to know you a little bit more uh, opera singing. You sang opera. Was that in college? Was that when you were in California? Yes. Was that? Yes. No, I haven't been back to California in so many years. This was in college, and I went to college in Washington State okay. at Pacific Lutheran University and got a scholarship there and was in all the choirs and chorals. And I spent a lot of time in opera workshop with a lady named Barbara Polshock and everybody look her up. I mean, oh my goodness, this was intense. Mm -hmm. I'm singing in three, four different languages, doing practices, doing rehearsals, all sorts of stuff. Uh, just related to wanting to get a bid overseas uh, oh, back really? then. Yeah, in the 90s, I mean, it was a lot. You, you have to think of where that, again, type of music is heard. 
mm-hmm. uh, overseas. We're talking Germany, uh, Poland, Russia in the 90s was big. And that's where I wanted to go. I wanted to see everyone. Uh, I just wanted to see every face yeah. uh, and and just spread uh, my joy for music. And I was very pr- proficient uh, and just like we said, life happens uh kids happen and i never did get to go but my love for for opera is oh it's beyond i love is there a language you prefer singing opera to like do you prefer italian over russian maybe over i mean you have to say italian that that's just what the background is i would say Mm -hmm. that's your base uh, but I did some things in, in Germany, Dering, and I, I've done stuff in such, geez, I, I want to sing in Chinese. I mean, it doesn't matter the yeah. language, <laughs> but uh, I can tell you, your basis is Italian, and then it just spreads from there. I did. It's weird to say I wanted to go to Russia. I know in the times we are right now, but back then, that was the big was everything Russian oh, and, yeah. and really, yeah. And doing the tours, there was a lot of uh, opera tours that I could have went on in college and I missed that boat, but uh, it's in me. It, right. I have all my, my sheet music, all my old tapes. I hate to say it, but I have things on cassette tape. How about that? <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Is there a piece that you like to perform more than others? Like, have you done Bolero or Vivaldi? Is there somebody you like to? I did an opera, I'll tell you, in college called The Council. Uh-huh. I'm not sure if it was Minotti or, but I got consumed yeah. with this whole story. And and like I said, I'll go back to Barbara Polshock. I mean, we were intensely uh, rehearsing The Council to the point where you know you get consumed when you're an, yeah. you're an actor and I I can't call myself an actor but you just start to feel like you're there you're in the old world and you're you're experiencing these experiences and I really like to bring that you know to everything I do. I wish I could have went to Broadway I mean those are all wishes yeah. when you live someplace where I live in Montana but my time in Washington doing opera workshop was beautiful i feel like that's where i shined because mm-hmm. a lot of times having a big voice <laughs> like mine uh yeah. limits you people don't think that oh what do you mean you just all the, but it limits you people don't wait a minute wait a minute back up you just hit a soprano note just there and i'm thinking you as as a as, so you sing soprano when you sing opera Yes, I well, I grew up a soprano. I'd have to say after this many years, maybe I'm contra or mezzo soprano now. Uh-huh. But yes, yes, soprano. I because when you again when you hear you sing on your secular music or your your non opera music, it's not secular, but you know the non opera music. I've definitely got you as a, at at the best a second alto. You know, a, a oh, high alto. Yeah. Oh. But, well, honey, you don't you you have to understand that being the only actual singer, I was in the baseline with the oh, boys. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> I I was I was doing the baseline. I would actually go from the sopranos. This would uh-huh. say a high school choir. 
I would yeah. get their note, then I would go and, and, and nail the alto note, then I would hit the tenor boys and do their note for them, and they would match me, and then I'd get down to the bass. I basically am one octave away from Miss Mariah Carey. I can't. She's a legend, but I, I can hit some notes. That's amazing, man, because uh, you know, your speaking voice you, usually dictates your singing voice, right? Uh, obviously, I'm a baritone or bass, right? Yes. <laughs> and I would have you, like I said, as an alto, maybe uh, uh, maybe a mezzo. Or, 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 uh, I, I get it mixed up now. What's the lower soprano? That's the... Soprano. soprano. I, I'd say mezzo is my range, uh -huh. just in general. But what's funny is I got some funny little strings uh, in my vocal cords, and I can go super high. I mean, I can Britney Spears out in a minute, no and kidding. then drop right down to a, a Tony Braxton and, and unbreak your heart with a yeah. low alto note. So when so, you drive, when you're driving around five six miles to go get a cup of sugar, <laughs> who do you crank up on the radio when it that, that song comes on? Who do you crank up and you you out sing them? Who is that? He's I I I want to tell you that when when this little look I'm jealous of Adele I'll I'll just I'll just tell you because yeah. I, I I really am because a the there's something different in her voice I'd have to say because she's British uh and something and I grew up in the days of everybody calling me Whitney Houston okay oh, really? nobody yeah. can match nobody's nobody can match that. Okay. Uh, but recently, yeah, I, I always crank her up because I feel like there's such an international tone. And when I say a, a tone, everybody sings, uh, everybody's voice comes out how it comes out, right? right Whether right. you're Katy Perry or like I said, Sarah Vaughn, all the way to Luke Combs or it, any singer sounds like they sound. Um, but I feel like there's such a grand international um, presence in her voice. Um, I, I'd, I'd have to say, yeah, I'm jealous of her. I'm, I'm, and I don't get jealous of, of anybody because anybody just singing. You could sing happy birthday and Nicole would be happy. And, and <laughs> I really, it, it, the song, I just make noise. Basically, <laughs> I make noise with my mouth, so I enjoy everybody else making noise with their mouths. So, but I'll, I'll say it: I, I, when she came out, I learned every song of hers, and I sang them at karaoke here, yeah. and 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 tried to. But there's no justice in in someone's individuality i always say that there's they they are their own yeah i love every genre of music somebody that's oh tammy wynette you, you think country you think um there's some amazing uh oh the, i i can't even tell you how many times i thought oh just put me with these people like literally someone bring a car a plane a helicopter to montana pick me the up, <laughs> drop me off with beyonce or or whoever the tina turner whoever is singing and i will hold my own there you know you what i mean I, oh, yeah. I don't ever have any uh qualms i don't get nervous about singing because i feel like that's what i was 
put on the earth to it's do. It's what you're so, here for, right? Yeah. yeah that's, that's so I just I I want I I, I want to sing with Adele. I I want to sing with with Katy Perry, Lady Gaga, all the divas. I'm I'm in diva status. All the Sumi Joe over in in others. Oh, and you you start to get wrapped up in just the famous ones, the people, the household yeah. names. Oh, I've heard people overseas. Uh, there's people in Korea that sing. Oh, Tom, I mean, I just want to sing. You see there's how so many great artists that I've met on this podcast. I would love you to pair up with a dozen or more of these. That's and what I'm I saying. Can only imagine how wonderful some of your voices would blend together. Some of your work would be together. You know, you guys should meet. That's what it is. Yeah. I and and the exposure of something like the Music of America podcast is really uh, that catalyst that um, puts me in touch with those other people that have this sort of music in them. That yeah. I I I feel like I if I don't get it out. I mean, what's going to happen? I'm going to, I sing so loud. I rattle my, my house's windows. So now, now watch, watch what I do here. Watch what I do here. You're going to, you're going to sing and keep singing and you're going to make it count. I love it. That's the next song we're going to talk about. I love it. So see, it's, I, I try and do that. I try and be as corny as I can on this thing. I love it. <laughs> So the last song we get to talk about here is called Make It Count. It's boy, if that doesn't personify you, I don't know what does. You since we have met, you are bound and determined to get out there, to get noticed, to get discovered, to to make it count, because this is what you're meant to do. You're meant to be an entertainer, you know? And when you get I, your opportunities, I, you're gonna make it count. That that's what it is. And it really make it count is is really interesting because it is uh 70s based yeah, song yeah. um so you can really feel that bunch you know uh coming right when it starts and um that determination in me yeah. i really had a lot to do with the way this song was arranged and oh, cool. i you're right i i try to make everything count now that you know, you put Nicole in any game, I'm playing to win, you know, I'm the horse you need to be betting on. There I mean, I, I don't know why you, when you go down the line and you, you picking stuff off of, off of what, off of what people look like or the, uh-uh, you need to look right in my eye and know I, I will make it count. I, I, I don't, I don't play when it comes to music and love and, and the feeling of just making people happy. Yeah. So that's really what this, this song is. It's like, you get one chance, one time, and you better make it count. That's amazing. Nicole Gobert, our guest today from Conrad, Montana. Her last song is called Make It Count. Don't you stop Give me everything you got. But if you want to get to yes, you 
Count Nicole Gobert on the Music of America podcast. Nicole, this time has flown, absolutely flown, because you're so charming and fun and entertaining. And I can't wait for your music to get out in the world through this podcast and everywhere else. Tell us in this last section we call shameless self-promotion. Tell us mm-hmm. how we can find you, support you, get your music, listen to your music, buy your music, buy your merch, do whatever we can. Well, anytime you Google or go to any of the music platforms, Pandora, Apple Music, YouTube, YouTube Music, Instagram, anything, just type in Nicole Gobert or Gobert, if you want to call me (laughs) Nicole Gobert, anywhere, uh, and find every song I have. I have six more besides the three that we talked about and they all range from, I do EDM, electronic dance music to folk. I have a new folk uh, song called Lies You Blind Around that I just did with a Brazilian band. Oh, fun. Uh, that's, yeah, just really, I the versatility of all of the songs that I have really um, are, I'm just trying to show that I have a, a different taste i mm-hmm. love all music uh so you can go i uh, i'll have to say uh, i have joined the team at Aska avenue um big spook is a new rapper that has me i have a rap um yeah you coming that. Out. Is, is that in 24 coming in 24 it's it, december they're thinking oh, uh wow. i okay. heard yeah i heard before the first of the year um it's called y'all don't want these problems i'm kind of over the moon because literally we were talking about opera to rap so yeah. we have to really put that into perspective about uh i can do anything i can rap i can do jazz pop 
all the way from everything. So anytime you go, like I said, to Pandora, Apple Music, Deezer, uh, Song Whip, and Gami, you can also buy uh, my singles. Good on you does really well on Amazon. Yeah. So you're shopping around. Yes, you're shopping for your Christmas presents. Just add Nicole Gobert. Uh, good on you to your cart. And, and and give it to your mate. Give it Amazon. to your give it to your mate as a, as, yes. a, as an I love you gift, huh? As an I love you gift, and I can serenade you. Great. And, and that's the kind of thing that is so wild right now about having the exposure online. Yeah, is those are the kinds of things that I wouldn't be able to do if if my band just played down the road or or in a in a venue here in my state it just really exposes you to things like instagram tiktok um i do a lot of reels uh for those uh platforms to sort of promote uh they call me the nightingale uh because i'm i'm trapped here in my town like a Cape's bird and it's an old fairy tale and i've been called that since i was a little girl um and of course i'm not sure if we talked about we talked about why i came from california i'm I'm actually the niece of huey newton from the black panther party which is something that is very obscure you did make reference early on you did make reference to the black panthers and i I meant to bring that up but i don't know how deep you wanted to go into that because that's that's a pretty heavy topic it is a heavy topic it is heavy um and and just it's it's something that that maybe in the culture today maybe could get a light shown about just that you really need to love history is really what i the the part of of my family that i wanted to to bring light to and and through my music it really music is his is history I mean, we wouldn't have the songs we, yeah, we wouldn't have the songs we have now uh, if we didn't have the songs we had then. And we, it's the same thing with my family and, and the Black Panthers. I feel like I'm here now because yeah. my Uncle Huey did what he did then. And and people, it it's a fight to try to really uh, find an equality um, on, on the earth. There's just so many verses I yeah. don't like that word. I don't <laughs> like verses. So we need to just get rid of that. And 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 the the problems that I have in Montana um are 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 real. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of of missing and and murdered indigenous uh, light that needs to come to our state. And I really hope that I can be this shining light. Really, that the Nightingale and Nicole Gobert and and my music can be this beacon uh, that can bring people uh, to see that there are beautiful people here and beautiful people that are artists that need to be seen. And that's why I say that about the Black Panthers. We fight oppression and everybody's oppressed. It's, It's never about race. No. Uh, it's always about just oppression and I love life. I love love. I love humanity. And, and so did my uncle Huey so much. And thank you so much for letting me at least say that's who I oh, am. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I, like I said, I, I don't know how deep we wanted to go into it. I brought that up a couple of times off, off mic. Cause 
it can, you know, back in the seventies when he was in his heyday, you know, I was reading Eldridge Cleaver and I was reading yes. you know, this, the, the stuff that, that your uncle was putting out. It was a class that I took in English class in high school called black like me, where you had to read contemporary African-American authors. And so yes. I got to read a lot of, I was really in tune with what was going on in my life then. And it was current events stuff too. Having said yes. all that, Black Panthers were kind of radical with some of the things that Angela Davis is still to date. I, well, did I read that she passed recently? I'm not sure. I saw an interview. I don't know how long ago it was with her talking about something with what's going on right now over yeah. in the Middle East. But okay. I don't know if she's passed. Then, no, then, then she's still around. I, I thought I'd read some, maybe just because she was back in the news. And uh, and that's what it was. Maybe she was running for an office or something, but they brought up something who was Angela happening Davis with her. was. Yeah, yeah. But was, uh, yeah, and it, it, there were um, things to where it was spun, like it was a lot of radical. But you have to think, um, our mission was uh, free breakfast, lunch for, for children. Just yeah. really uh, having an accountability for, for the government and taking care of the people, not in some radical socialism type of way. Just really think about the people. And that's yeah. really what I've always thought about. I think about the people probably more than I think about myself. Um, yeah. And that's why I never stopped singing. I never stopped fighting for equality. And um, the the spin of, of the radical, he always said, um, you have to sort of, it wasn't about being scary. It was about portraying this idea of strength. Yeah. And sometimes when you get to a place where you're trying to be strong in who you are as yourself, the the oppressor. And back then, like you said, the 70s, it was black, white. Mm -hmm. So right. white people saw that as I'm scared of him. I'm scared of Huey because he's not being oppressed by white people and he that's wasn't put in his place where he should have been kind of thing right yes yes yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. and he never and i never never i because really that taps into that's where it starts if yeah. you're really trying to uh, feel tall he really talked about there's no reason for you to feel tall by putting someone else on your knees that's right that's right Amen. so so Back then, I have to always not feel like I'm less. I get in people's presence and they almost look at me and feel like I should be a certain way or I should talk a certain way or I should act a certain way. And I don't. And it immediately uh, humbles them, right. you know, that right. I'm intelligent or that I'm proficient. And yeah. Yes, all of that. And that's what he spun. He was so smart. He was a professor. Right, my right. gosh, at two and different people don't universities. Know that. They, they know him as the Black Panther, as the radical. Yes, as the guy, it, you know. it's, it's all this thug, thug, thug. It, no, he was a a, a professor of, of history and, and social studies and, and really talked about the sociology of um, the world. And I did a lot of experiments with them in California and, and just a lot of teachings about to uh, preparedness. And I feel like I'm prepared. I'm prepared yeah. to love the world now. Well, if I, I if I if I spin off and do politics of America instead of music of America, we'll have to get you on and talk oh, more about that. Get me, <laughs> I, I, you come get me. I I know my stuff. I know do. my stuff. 
God, yeah. And and that's that that's that preparedness that right. maybe I uh bring to the table that I've always observed and watched uh, my environment here. Sometimes I think, why am I where I'm at? But um I've observed the social aspect of the world kind of being on my own in Montana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what, and what, what's being to... presented here is is your fire and your passion and you bring that not just in a political realm not just in your personal life but in your professional life with your music and with your passion and your drive that this baby maker looks good on everybody she gonna make it count yes see, see what i did I, I put all three i put all three song titles together in one did you see what i did there Oh, I love you, Tom. Great. You talk about clever. Yes. Hey. Nicole, thank you again. It's been a, a real a, a real gift having you on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you thank for you. having me. Absolutely. Now, next week, we end the old year and start a new one in Nebraska. In the meantime, thank you again, Nicole Gobert from Oak Gobert from Conrad, Montana, here on the Music of America podcast. You've been listening to the Music of America podcast. If you like today's show, please go to the website at www.musicofamericapod.com or our Music of America podcast Facebook page. Like us and follow the show and episodes. We tally the votes of all our shows, and the most listened to shows will be rebroadcast on our best of shows at the end of the season. I look forward to having you with us again and listening to the Music of America.